Hey to everyone and welcome to the Augmented Learning Podcast and Video Log. Before we get started and before I explain why we have a podcast coming out on uh, Friday, uh, I just want to um, just ask you that if you listen to the podcast and you get some value from it uh, and you enjoy listening to other educators or leaders or influencers speak and talk around some of the concepts and, and themes that we talk about, then please jump on and give the podcast a, a rating that really helps with downloads and, and helps us bring on more uh, exciting and, and good educational guests to the podcast. But on to today's podcast. This is something new. Uh, we're calling it Friday follow-up and basically what Friday follow-up is I, I, that's probably a really naff name but I don't have anything else right now so if you do have a suggestion for a better name hit me with it because uh, I think Friday follow-up needs to go but that's what I'm going with at the moment and Friday follow-up we are just unpacking the podcast episode that's been released that week uh, having a look at some of the, the takeaways some of the things that we can pull out from that and learn from that. Uh, it's not going to be long, five minutes tops I'm hoping and we'll end with a bit of a provocation for you as an educator, something that you can take away, something that you can action or uh, reflect on as we move into the weekend and then the following week. So in this week's episode we had Emma Don. Emma Don is, is Head of uh, Health, Physical Education and Outdoor Ed at Oxford Area School down in Oxford. Is that Canterbury? I'm not sure. And she was talking about what it's like to teach in a rural environment. And she talked about a lot of things. Um, she also touched on her role as a within school lead in their Kahuiako. Um, and she talked about some of the work that she did on the panel around um, at, at Penn's conference earlier in the year. But the thing, the key takeaway for me was really her talk around what it's like to teach in a rural school. And some of those things she, she talked about was she talked about the challenges of teaching in a rural environment and some of those in, included um, the student and the responsibilities that they carried outside of the classroom uh, and the long hours that they're pulling in a rural environment with a lot of them farming. They had things like having to cut hay. They had uh, responsibilities around weather and what that meant for them on a farm. They had the impact of snow and flooding. Um, Emma also talked about things like staff often being located outside of the community so there's a little bit more disconnect from that community and also the the need to travel or commute to get to their to get to the school and so that were some of the challenges and I think some of those are really big that student responsibility one really got to me and it had me thinking about that in a little more depth uh, some of the positives that Emma discussed though was uh, how in that smaller community you have access to local experts uh, and the ability to connect with them uh, she talked about being able to create really rich learning contexts that are authentic and are meaningful because they are occurring uh, in that local community and environment and then Emma talked about because of the size of the community there's these strong and deep relationships formed between school home and also businesses within the community which I think is is really really positive and so that led me to this thought that the load that rural students carry is quite visible we we can see that as a rural student with a lot of uh, these students particularly down here working on a farm the load that they carry is quite visible and so I was thinking about my students and my students the the, the loads that they carry and the, the baggage that they have is not as visible however they still carry just as much 
And it reminded me of time spent uh, visiting Maribyrnong College in Australia. This is a, uh, a sports academy in Australia that I visit, visited with, with Celia and also with a number of other physical educators a few years ago. And what was unique about this school is it was really just focused on sport and sport performance and uh, it was about training elite athletes. But they had these contracts and they had student contracts, which were your your um, your, your generic student contract. I'm going to do this. I need to make sure I'm doing this and I, um, I commit to doing this, this and this. So stock standard student contract. But they also had a teacher contract. Now, this teacher contract was about... A, teachers acknowledging that the students that they had in front of their class were unique, that they were training to become professional athletes, that they had uh, X number of hours of training during the week, they had X number of hours committed to uh, performing on the sports field, whether that's as a golfer or a netballer or a basketballer. And so part of their contract was about um, agreeing to have flexible deadlines, agreeing to uh, have all of their work available online, and all these other different things that really acknowledged and, um, yeah, I guess acknowledged the additional work that these students were carrying outside of the classroom. And I thought that was really cool, and I thought that was really unique. So my provocation for you is, do you really know how much your students carry from day to day? You know, thinking back and reflecting on uh, what we identified about rural students and then also in that story I just shared about Maribyrnong College and if you're uncertain about this what can you do to connect and understand your learners better so thanks for checking out the episode on Wednesday uh, thanks for having a listen to me yarn on about my thoughts on um, students and the loads that they carry within our classrooms and within our schools. Um, I hope that provocation gets you thinking and gets you unpacking that a little bit more for you and your learners in the place that you teach. Like I said, if you're getting value from this, please jump on, uh, give the podcast a review, preferably five stars on iTunes, uh, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks.